This is the iMarket Podcast, brought to you by the Marketing Society of Kenya, Safaricom, and Capital FM. Welcome to the second season of the Marketing Society of Kenya iMarket Podcast. This is a platform to create conversations on relevant topics that spark debate and discussions among the marketing fraternity and help us improve and challenge our marketing strategies. Our desire is to inspire and motivate marketers to create award-winning work that delivers business results and outcomes. In this season, we will navigate the world of digital marketing by understanding the opportunities that being connected to the internet presents. Through the episodes, we will be speaking to various guests to understand the impact of the internet on their lives and businesses, especially when it comes to unlocking opportunities, generating revenue, and delivering impact in their communities. We will also demystify the world of MarTech and the ways technology is enabling brand and marketing strategies. This season is sponsored by Safaricom, and we will explore what Molekeoni internet means to different people and businesses in the industry. My name is Caroline Kendi. And I am Paula Kerry. We will be your hosts on this transformative journey. Uwa Kenya kila siku twajitahidi Twaangalia kesho kwa matumaini Tukijumuika Tuwasiliana Kutimiza malengo tunapokutana It's a magical time to be alive with a new kind of connection where you supply the belief in the impossible and we supply the network that makes it real. Hi guys, welcome back to I Market Podcast. Our guest speaker today is Ronald Kaleo. Welcome Ronald. Thank you very much. Ronald is a founder of Digimaps Limited, an e-commerce platform that was founded and located in Nairobi. He provides technological and physical resources necessary to operate an e-commerce platform or business to his clients. So if you're looking for an e-commerce platform, he's your guy. Prior to that, Ronald also helped build other brands um, previously um, at Simbisa International, um, who are basically the owners of Pizza Inn. Yeah? Yes, yeah. Pizza yeah. And Chicken Inn Galitos. And prior to that, you were also at Yam Deliveries, where he helped um, evolve that business um, eventually into Kutuma Kenya Limited. But previously... Ronald was um, in FM, FMCG, in the FMCG industry, and he was basically in charge of big brands, and he basically has um, vast experience in the marketing industry. So welcome, Ronald. Yay. Karibu sana. Karibu, We're so karibu, glad to karibu. have you. And before we start, so first, I really think we have a lot to unpack, because that e-commerce, I don't know, that I world know. is usually such a blur. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have you. Thank you very much. And I much. guess maybe what we should start is with what I like to call a check-in. Yes. Mm. Uh, scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. How are you? How how are you feeling today? Mm. And what's one thing mm. you're grateful for? Okay. Uh, scale of one to ten. Today I'm feeling like an eight. 
I think I I stretched myself too much yesterday. Okay. So I'm kind of paying for it today. So usually I operate on a 9 or 10. Ni December ama December has started early. Which, which stretching? I know, I'm like, was it in the gym? <laughs> was it in the club? When you say stretch, what do you no, mean? When I say stretch, I've been out in the field with my riders. Well. Uh, oh, yeah. Index one. Mm-hmm. What did yeah. you do with that index one? Okay, yeah. fantastic. And you, Paula? Yeah. What are you grateful oh, for? What are you grateful for? Uh, um, today I'm grateful for people and relationships because even I would not be here today without those. Mm. So yeah, so Absolutely. Fantastic. Yes. You? On a scale of 1 to 10, I think I'm at a 10. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good today besides mm. the weather being gloomy. I don't know what's up with the weather. Mm. What I'm grateful for, I think the same as Ronald. Mm. I'm just grateful for connections, getting to know people, learning mm. what they do. Mm. I'm just grateful for that today. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. You? I am at a 10 mm-hmm. as well. Wow. Uh, that's the energy we're bringing here. <laughs> yeah, 10 out Thank of 10. Yes. And I'm actually grateful for good health. Mm. Yeah, I think the you know w- one thing COVID brought and then also right now there's another wave around, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just when one day when you wake up and you're feeling good, you're not ill, yes. you can actually meet mm. people. You're not, you're not in our houses. We can actually have conversations like this. I mean, mm. that's just mm. a reason to be grateful. So, yep. yeah. Cool. All right, so um, Ronald, tell yes. us what is this e-commerce world because people still struggle, you know, with mm. understanding what exactly e-commerce is. Mm. So just give us a brief background on what e-commerce is in layman's terms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, e-commerce is basically exchange of goods and services, but now being facilitated by the internet and hence the e-part. Okay. So um, e-commerce can take different uh, formats. So you can have trading of goods, so mm-hmm. online shops. So I have some shoes that I want to sell. I have traditionally sold at my shop in town and I want to expand my market. So what do I do is that I get on an, I get a website. On that website, I place my products and then I tell my consumers that they can be able to uh, obtain my products from that website. Consumers go there, purchase the products on the website. Uh, then from there, the that business works with a delivery service mm-hmm. like us mm-hmm. who will then now transport that product from their premises to the customer. And let me ask you before um, we move to the next um, question. Uh, while you're at it, mm. what's the difference between um, Instagram being a marketplace and having a website? Uh, okay, okay. So now uh, e-commerce has evolved so e-commerce began as what we were talking about, that traditional website where mm-hmm. I can then place my mm-hmm. products and people can be able to access them mm-hmm. to social commerce. So look at um, now trading that website with a social platform. Okay. Mm. Yes, because people are already on those social pl- platforms. True. So then um, the platforms have created uh, portals where you can be able to actually put in your products and then now consumers, then the functionality of consumers being able to select different products, check out those products, pay for them, and uh, then that order being pushed to a logistical system has also now been in embedded into those social platforms. Okay. Yes. So right. it's just easier. Yes. Because before, and uh, you, if you have a website, you have to go and create your own website. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. right now, when you you're on Instagram, the they've platforms. already created that for you. Yes. Yeah. So your job is just to put what products you need, that yes. what you're selling, and then it, they actually facilitate the process. 100%. Yeah. 
interesting for me. You know, me and you have a lot of history. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> we we met uh, working somewhere on Raraka. Yes. Uh, and we were back working in back in the day. Yeah, about 10, 10, 11 years ago. Imagine that. A little bit more. More. Oh my <laughs> God. No, I'm not ready. No. Um, it's just the other day. Um, and I really want to hear your story because I think you have a powerful story of mm. how did you decide to make the, speech, the switch yeah, mm. from employment mm. into this world of e-commerce? Mm. I mean, you could have done so many other things. yeah. Mm. So there's the story of first just how do you move into entrepreneurship, but then more importantly now, how you ended up in this world of, interpre- of uh, e-commerce. Okay. Um, so as we said during the introduction, I began in the alcohol uh, industry. Mm-hmm. Um, worked there for about 10 years. And uh, then eventually decided to move into more of the food world. And um, I was fortunate enough to move into the food world on the online platforms. Mm. So I moved to work for one of the early, I think it was actually the first uh, online platform in this country, mm-hmm. uh, which was an organization that was fortunate enough to see, um, to take advantage of that first first mover advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the company was doing well in terms of the number of uh, clients and the size of clients that it was getting, but uh, required a lot of work in terms of uh, the management. So got in, turned around that business um, and got in as an employee. Uh, along the transition of, uh, along the process of turning around that business, we did uh, also transition from 100% employees to being able to have some sort of ownership in the business. Nice. So that helped me basically, like it was like a cheat, if <laughs> you may say, because I was kind of employed and kind of mm. an owner, and hence, hence it, it, it gave me a good introduction into the world of entrepreneurship. Uh, and that's but that just sorry before you go. I think that's just a point I want. I think it's, a, it's an important point to make. Is you don't also have to because sometimes people think when you're going to entrepreneurship, there's only one way: you quit your job mm. and you go jump into uh, this yeah. new thing. Uh, yes. So yes, I just yes. like that. It's a different mm. way of saying actually you can actually get you know equity and get stake in what yes. you're doing, and that's yeah. also part of being an yes, entrepreneur and yes, owning the business. True. Yeah, so that's really yes. cool. Because that gives you a totally different perspective. Mm. When you when you actually have skin in the game, mm. uh, and be it just shareholding, okay, it needs to be a bit sizable, but as long as you have shareholding within that business, mm. then you have skin in the game. And you'll find that even the way you think changes. Mm-hmm. You totally change from that as attitude of, is it five o'clock yet? I need to leave. Yeah. To the attitude of, um, it's already five o'clock. I have so much more to do. <laughs> <laughs> where did the where did, yeah. the, where did go? the hours go to? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That okay. that mental shift actually happens. Ah, fantastic. Okay, sorry, sorry for interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was such a powerful point. Yeah. Uh, Nice. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that helped me to actually do the the change in mind. Mm. Um, Then the business, uh, we grew the business, I may may say, a bit too well, uh, (laughs) to the level that um, the shareholders within the business thought that that company, because we had built it to serve uh, both internal clients and external clients. Mm. 
but uh, the internal shareholders felt that they can get more value from that organization by that organization only serving their internal brands. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, that uh, really didn't uh, work because of the fact that um, I was looking to expand and be able to offer these services to as many clients as possible because there is also the risk of depending depending on one client mm-hmm. and then if anything happens to that client, whatever shocks that hit that business also hit your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So then I felt that I would like a business that is more inter- uh, diversified in terms of the client base. Mm-hmm. And hence, um, I opted to move out from an executional role within that business and then now get into Digimouse and be able to now serve the market out there as a last mile logistics service provider. Nice. Mm. All right. And one of the interesting (coughs) things, just when you're talking about uh, e-commerce, is, you know, when when you say e-commerce, that last mile is critical. Yes. Right? Because, you know, when you talk about Amazon, um, you know, even Safaricom, we Mm -hmm. tried. Mm. Did we try? Mm. We are. We are trying. (laughs) We are trying. It's past Mm. or present continuous (laughs) with Masoko. Mm -hmm. And the learning actually was, it's not, so the tech is important. Yes. Right? So you need the tech that brings people into the marketplace. Mm -hmm. But the the moment of truth for your mm. customer mm. is when you actually deliver the product mm. yeah. right mm. to the person that's when i believe that i put my thing on instagram when i get the uh, the wig because i'm that chick of wigs yeah. <laughs> when you get the wig and deliver it to you that's when you believe that actually this platform works, works. it works yes. yeah and that world is murky because mm. it's borders it's yes. i don't know what yes. it's true yes so i i believe there might be a couple of challenges yeah. in that mm. whole space so mm. it would be good to in, to, to understand what is what are the biggest challenges and what are the what are the things that you've done and seen differently that mm. are actually making it work for you and actually make it something that you want to do mm. so one thing we ca- i came to realize is that e-commerce is the business of time so convenience mm, to the that's consumer. That's deep. That's like hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> yes, we are in the business of time. Uh-huh. Because um, the consumer experience in e-commerce is measured by are you able to satisfy this convenience aspect? Mm. Yes. So the consumer gets into a contract with whatever e-commerce platform they are working with at that particular moment in mm-hmm. time. And uh, they pay their money to be able to get a certain commodity, but they want that commodity to come within a certain time frame. Mm -hmm. Because if it comes 10 minutes late, I need to have left the house to go for a meeting. Mm -hmm. So I want that uh, product to come in in this 30 minute window. Mm -hmm. So being able to then uh, deliver on time becomes very crucial for your consumer. Mm -hmm. Um, As you've said, the, the world is murky because now to be able to deliver you are working with different stakeholders. Mm. There is a rider who has come from the informal sector mm-hmm. to whom the aspect of time is 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 not as important. He it's might fluid. not yeah it might it's, it's, fluid. it's fluid. Whether he is ten minutes or fifteen minutes late to him it doesn't really matter. Mm. But yeah. in the e-commerce world it does. All and right. that's what makes the difference between a good platform and a platform that consumers are not very happy to order from the next time ag- True. Uh, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it involves a lot of training on, mm-hmm. on the part of the riders mm-hmm. in terms of them understanding that um, this business is a business of time and us being able to deliver within the time period that we promised is crucial. Mm. So the riders need to be able to grasp that concept and uh, if there is uh, inability to meet that expectation, 
then now the next thing that we are teaching the riders is communication that you need to be able to reach out to the consumer and let them know that yes we promised abcd but due to certain circumstances we request that you give us an additional xyz mm. yes all right great and you've um spoken about riders so let me take you back a bit mm. would you mind explaining to us what digimov is is it about is it a commerce platform for riders alone mm-hmm. are you expanding and how exactly mm-hmm. is technology enabling your business your riders and your customers okay so digimovs is an e-commerce operations service provider oh, okay what is that mm-hmm. <laughs> again in layman's language <laughs> let's try it like two <laughs> <laughs> so um we basically um enable the operations of an e-commerce business yes mm-hmm. so as we said an e-commerce business has uh, different aspects there's the technological aspect so the technological aspect is what will allow you to collect orders mm-hmm. so through an app Mm-hmm. or a website or Instagram. for example in this case or Instagram, Instagram a social platform okay. mm-hmm. yes now once you've collected those orders you also need to be able to to uh, deliver those orders to the different riders distribute those orders to the different riders to be able to now deliver them to the customers mm-hmm. that is another technological platform called mm. a logistics platform mm-hmm. yes okay. mm-hmm. so there is the order management platform collects the orders that can be your app your mm-hmm. social platform or mm-hmm. your website mm-hmm. then there is a logistics platform that does the distribution of those orders to the riders so the riders can now collect the orders and deliver them to the customers okay. so the riders and the fleet are the last piece that's the physical piece Yes. So as an e-commerce operations service provider, we provide all these three pieces. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have been concentrating on the last piece which is the last mile logistics, that's mm-hmm. the physical part, but we also do develop logistics platforms and order management platforms to allow the consumers to collect orders for the order management platforms and to distribute those orders to riders for the logistics platforms. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So the idea mm-hmm. of being connected to the internet because also what we're talking about mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think first e-commerce would not exist without, without the, the internet, internet right? Yes, yes. So the whole um, glue, I think, across is, is from when you take your orders to managing your logistics to actually uh, delivering to, uh, to the end, yes. the flow is the internet and Everything connectivity. Everything runs on the internet. Would Bottom be interesting line, for me yeah. to hear mm. what, um, f- especially w- what are the things that if if you didn't have a good connection and you mm. didn't, if your riders, for example, are not connected, you wouldn't be able to do. What are the like the key things that actually this business would not work if you are not if you didn't have an internet connection that works wow okay um as we've said uh e-commerce is basically based on the internet so e-commerce would not work without mm-hmm. the internet <laughs> 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 that's where we need to start yeah. yeah so consumers would not be able to place an order on a social platform because if i if i don't have bundles on my phone i can't access uh, instagram in mm. the first place mm-hmm. yeah so there's no way i can even be able to shop true yes and then number two, um maybe uh, the consumer has access to the internet mm-hmm. yes but us as a business we've collected this order from the consumer then we have no way to connect to the logistics platform mm-hmm. then how do we distribute this order how do we get a rider to come collect this order and take it to the consumer mm-hmm. it becomes impossible without the internet mm. then we go to the last piece now the physical piece of the rider so as a rider i'm out in the field yes i might be 
okay traditionally i was a boda boda guy i used to wait around the corner somebody would come i i i they take a ride on my bike i take them home they pay me some money mm-hmm. yeah but now um i got a smartphone mm-hmm. and then through this smartphone i'm able to collect orders mm-hmm. now what does this do it it expands my my revenue streams mm-hmm. because apart from the person who will come and walk around the corner and then i will give them a ride and they pay me some money mm-hmm. i now have the opportunity to one be able to do deliveries for food delivery to be able to do deliveries for e-commerce companies be able to do uh boda boda but now digital boda boda where the person doesn't have to come round the corner i can go to them because they will request i will see where they are and then i will go to them pick them up and take them wherever they need to go mm, yes. okay yes yes yeah. Wow. So all of this cannot happen without With the, the internet. internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just feel this is important at this point to highlight how it used to happen before the internet. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. It was impossible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to get food delivered to you. Yes. How? Yeah. Those things that we take for granted today. Mm. Like you sit mm. in your house and you're like, mm, I feel like today I want to eat I from. Oh yeah, today mm. I feel like ugali na you know na kanyama. I want mm. a nice, you know, ka fry. Mm. Yeah. You literally just go on Glovo on whatever platform mm. and it mm. comes to you. Mm. Yeah, once upon a time the only option you had was to get into your car or get into a mat yes, and, and go to Jogonas and sit there like, and physically yeah. see. Yes. Mm. So I think that's just and I like what you're saying. It's just the the landscape is shifting so fast. Mm. Right? Mm. Because things that you know ideally these days once you have that seamlessness mm-hmm. and i think the biggest issue that we've had especially in 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 africa let me say africa but kenya was that connection to the last mile yes mm. yeah because yes. It, the complexity we don't have addresses you know there's no mm. at you know mm-hmm. because you know in developed markets that has been <laughs> happening blocks, right yeah. yes, there yes. were blocks there was yes. whatever so for us mm. guys for the longest time it's like someone says kangware mm. you're like where do you start in kangware mm. yeah you have the, the 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 addresses used to be uh pass two transformers then you see our <laughs> yellow kiosk <laughs> those I are the know. those are the directions it's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and now so now what are the things that you've seen with the riders mm. um what are the kind of things that they're using the technology that yes. actually makes it so much easier to do that mm. now you see through the internet we have uh products like google maps mm-hmm. now google maps will will enable us to be able to uh map out ad- customer addresses mm-hmm. in in a manner that now the rider can be able to know exactly where this order is going yeah yes now um what has happened is now that technology is already embedded within the logistical apps so yes. when an order is coming in an order comes in with latitudes and longitudes yes yeah mm-hmm. so The, Those the, ones the, of the addresses, the addresses, the pins, yes, the pins, yes. it's a pin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's get to the That's like Atlas. Exactly. <laughs> the ones on the Atlas. It's an Atlas. It's so an Atlas. A pin, a pin, a pin in the a, background is Atlas. It's a lat long, yes. It's a lat long positioning. So you see, with that lat long positioning, I can actually see the physical place that I'm going to on my map. Mm-hmm. So on the map I can see I am at the bottom of the map here and I need to go up until the point where there is the first junction to the left then I'll take that first junction to the left and I'm able to follow the map all the way to the customer's place even if I am not able to read words I can see directions yeah. mm-hmm. it should come so easy true yes it becomes so easy to be able to on board a rider mm-hmm. uh train him on how exactly to use this app mm-hmm. and he is then capable in a in a matter of a day he is capable to actually do deliveries 
because no, no. of this technology. Let me ask you now that I think about it because mm. when I do orders online, mm. I have to talk to the page that is selling this particular thing mm-hmm. and then that page has like their own riders. So mm. most of the time um when I'm talking to this um shops mm. they're like let me find a rider mm. they're unable to find riders sometimes because they are occupied or their mm. riders are not available so are this your target audiences like these people yes, who sell exactly so you just tell them listen i'm gonna create for you a digital platform an e-commerce platform that will make it easier to sell your stuff mm. and also thereafter will take the the headache if i can call it that away from you of exactly 100%. okay so what what happens is you have different types of merchants you have a merchant who maybe had already created their own website yeah so we can work with that merchant with their website so we will uh we'll connect our logistical system the only thing you'll need to plug in is we will just need to plug into the logistical their, into thing. their website okay. yeah. so th- mm. the back ends of the two sites is something called an api mm-hmm. which which yes. uh, allows for that communication yeah. to happen mm-hmm. so we just need an api key to their website mm-hmm. that way we can be able to uh, to plug in mm-hmm. we'll give them a template of how exactly they need to send us the information mm-hmm. looking which is a conversation between our technical guys and their technical guys yeah. and then from there the calls end there's no calls that she need uh, that the, the pass the vendor needs to make the customers will place the orders the orders will come to uh, the vendor the vendor will review the order confirm that they can del- that they can process this order once they confirm the order is then sent to us then we see which vendor has requested for a rider and we send the rider to that particular vendor rider collects the item and delivers it to the oh, end she consumer can <laughs> <laughs> but it's very interesting because mm. most people don't know yes, yeah, right? yes. so, yes. so they're yes. yes. there with an unreliable border guy yes. he's you know, hectic these guys will disappear mm. the other so day hectic. i was doing a delivery the guy even angushed <laughs> them and then they get angry at you <laughs> then they're like unanisumbua sana wewe madam yeah so even managing that yes, i think that's such yes. a powerful uh, service Yeah. right because mm. what somebody wants I just want to, to sell my product I want my product and I want my customer to get it within a certain time, time. Yes. right and I don't want to manage that mm. stuff mm. The so inv- there's yeah. also the other merchant who doesn't have a website mm-hmm. so for that type of merchant we will build for them the, the website mm. then we will connect that website to our logistical system and when an order comes into that website uh the all the merchant here all they are doing is verifying this item do I have it in stock yes accept once they accept the order is sent to the logistical system mm-hmm. logistical system finds the most optimal rider now there's something there i i simplified or oversimplified in the last explanation so the logistical What? system <laughs> <laughs> the logistical system will find the most optimal rider who is the rider closest to that vendor mm-hmm. to be able to get to the store as fast as possible collect the item and deliver it Mm-hmm. Yes. because the currency is time. Yes. That's the most part. That's my I want yeah. to the parking shot. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> currency is time. Okay. And and now because was, uh, one of the, uh, what we were talking about it earlier and I was saying when we used to do maybe I, I think it's changing especially covid has really accelerated but there's a point yes. when uh, border riders used to say um they have a kabambe mm-hmm. because of the gangsterness oh, of riding a border yes. and just the, the physicality of what they do mm. smartphones are such a high risk right mm. because if it breaks I'm done mm. so they they were saying you know I, I need a, bo- a, a kabambe and you see of course if you're talking about a kabambe you can't they can't access yes. this yes. opportunity yes. 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 is that still the case is it changing what what are you seeing especially with the riders that you work with uh now in the market that has totally changed mm-hmm. um riders have their understanding that without the tool there is no way they are, they are, they are being able to work um 
Yes, I can stay to the traditional way of I want to remain with my kabambe because I think the kabambe will not break and mm-hmm. it's cheaper mm-hmm. and uh, I will stand at the corner and you'll find that at the end of the day you'll be making x but me who has a smartphone I'm maybe making 20x. Mm. True. Yeah. Yeah. And then now that mm. has caused a change in mind mm-hmm. of all most of the riders who are even coming to look for jobs at uh, Digimouse mm-hmm. already come with a smartphone. Mm-hmm. And you'll find that they have found ways to protect their smartphones. They all have cases, they all have screen protectors. Mm-hmm. Uh the smartphone has become what we call the jembe mm. it is actually mm. a jembe True. yes yes cuz like uh, an organization like digimavs will provide the vehicle all we ask the rider to do kuja na jembe yako which mm. is your phone yeah. yes that is how that is the mind change now that has happened yes and i'd really like that conversation because i'm like so how much yeah. how much are they making yeah ah, okay. like what what mm. what is the difference between a guy who's there being independent independent mm. ngangana on calls yeah. mm. versus somebody who has gotten a smartphone and seen this opportunity mm-hmm. what's the difference is it really 20x and 20x mm-hmm. of what mm. Mm. okay so and i'll give you an example of a young gentleman who joined our organization i say maybe about two months ago mm-hmm. um he came into the organization okay um he was not from such a fortunate background so mm-hmm. he was not able to come in with a smartphone but as digimavs we do have a program that allows us to uh, equip them, equip them with a smartphone mm-hmm. so uh this young man came he couldn't even be able to number one ride our electric bicycle mm-hmm. so he had to go for ex- everyone does training on the electric back, bicycle come back to the electric <laughs> put a pin on electric bicycle mm-hmm. go ahead so <laughs> Everyone has to learn how has to be trained on the electric bicycle. Mm-hmm. Most people take about uh, an afternoon or a day at most. Okay. This guy's to this guy took 2 weeks. Mm-hmm. That was number 1. Then number 2, he didn't have a smartphone, so we get, got him a smartphone. Okay. Number 3, understanding on how to use the app. Mm-hmm. That was a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um so we we taught him that and then he got into the field. Uh there's obviously the ramp up uh period when he was trying to he was getting used to the equipment to the electric bike mm-hmm. and uh I can today report that that guy is making on average about 2500 to 3000 shillings a week. Wow. Yes. Wow. That is 10000 to 12000 shillings a month from nothing from, from nothing. nothing from nothing totally wow. zero. That's amazing. Yeah. And this is a story of a rider. He actually resides in Kibera and as I said he came from the humble of humblest of backgrounds. Wow. And yes. now he can use a smartphone. Yes. Now today he owns a smartphone. He has a job that pays him well. Yeah. yeah. His life has changed. Wonderful. 100%. Mm. That's mm. the actually mm. the real Twinwani. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, 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 yes and yes. actually literally transforming his life because of being connected to the internet. Yeah. Yeah, if he wasn't if he didn't have that smartphone, if he didn't get access to that opportunity where would he be i can say that uh through the internet we are able to change the lives of the youth in kenya especially mm-hmm. the youth who are who are coming from the most vulnerable backgrounds mm-hmm. you want somebody who's willing to work and yeah. willing to learn mm-hmm. as long as you that is the only thing that you need to have from there onwards we will be able to 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 work with you and th- via the in, through the internet we are then able to get work to give to these guys to change their lives absolutely yes. Yes. and okay so i have so many questions but <laughs> go back to cuz i want to ask uh, yeah exactly i want to ask about uh, if I, the if i want to be a rider and if i want to what do i do but mm. then yeah 
why you talked about electric bikes mm-hmm. why electric bikes mm. and yeah in this world of we know how borders are all over the place mm. uh-huh. why would you choose electric bikes and is it something that even the riders are interested in mm. okay um so i think i'd say if i count the reasons in my head before i start naming them mm-hmm. it's about three reasons so number one is uh and i'll start from the capitalistic side commercial pers- uh, conversation uh an electric bike is a lot easier to maintain than a motorcycle it has fewer number of parts uh an electric bike does not have a motorized engine uh so a motorized engine that's using uh fuel, fuel. for example yeah. has quite a number of parts within it when i'm using a motor a motor is the same thing that you have in a pump mm-hmm. uh a motor's maintenance is zero mm-hmm. yeah uh, a motor's power is electric so that means i'm either plugging it to a wall or a battery mm-hmm. yeah um so the commercial perspective comes from particularly how do i power mm-hmm. that that vehicle as we all know fuel has been going up mm-hmm. and fuel now is becoming it's getting to some levels that are um, a bit crazy mm-hmm. yeah so when i eliminate the whole aspect of fuel in terms of powering this vehicle then even to my client mm-hmm. that is that vendor who's looking to deliver her, her mm-hmm. product or his product i can then be able to give them a commercially viable uh, rate that when they pass that to their customer the customer is not looking and i'm buying something for 500 shillings but i'm paying 250 shillings uh, for delivery mm. see that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. i can't pay 50% of the value of the mm-hmm. item i'm buying for a delivery fee mm-hmm. True. but if i'm telling them you're buying an item for 500 shillings and the delivery fee is going to be 10% 50 shillings they're okay with that yeah yes great so electric bikes allow us to do that mm-hmm. that's number one. number two is um electric bikes are good for the environment mm. so internal combustion engines uh will emit carbon True. that carbon is what's causing uh, global warming at the end of the day uh-huh. the internal uh, the electric bike has none of that then on top of uh that the second green uh, aspect of that is even for our rider that physical activity is good for that rider True. yeah yeah, yeah so i think yeah those are the the key reasons i would say Mm-hmm. Okay and um so tell us as we conclude mm. if I want to be a rider on Digimap what do I need to do Uh you just need to reach out to us How um, do I reach out to you The easiest and especially for the riders is they can reach out to us on phone and we tried we tried and uh we tried to get a simple telephone number so our telephone number is 0746 888447 Triple eight double four seven. Yes, go seven four six. If I want to be a business, or sorry, if I want to use my business to have um, an e-commerce platform, what do I need to do? Yeah, you can reach out to us on that same, same number, or seven four six triple eight double four seven, or you can reach out to us on email, which is info at digimav at digi-mavs dot com. Wonderful, yes. great! I think you need to get an Instagram page. You need to get a Facebook page. <laughs> All of that. Go where customers yes. are. I know. That's gonna be easier. Mm, mm. Oh, fantastic! Mm. So, what is your parting shot? Oh, I mean, I feel so schooled, but I guess <laughs> for one final thought that for anyone who's listening, either a rider mm. or as I'm a business, yeah. what she mentioned, I'm a person on Instagram and I'm really frustrated by the riders and my last mile. Mm. What is the one thing you'd say encourage them to do um, and and you know to get into this e-commerce space? Okay. 
my parting shot would be that there is nobody who can stop you from attaining your dream apart from you. Because number one, nobody knows your dream apart from you. Mm. True. You're the only one who understands what that dream mm. is. Mm. So if there's anyone who can stop you from that dream, it is only you. Mm. So And I don't think any one of us wants to be their own stumbling block. So despite all... And I I feel that most of the challenges in 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 doing anything, including being an entrepreneur, uh, are all internal. So it's overcoming those internal barriers, uh, that voice in your head that's telling you that no, you cannot. What does that voice know? You're the one who's out here. You're the one who understands your dream. You're the one who knows where you want to go. So don't stop yourself. There's somebody. There's somebody who you go and tell your your dream. Then. Uh, maybe unfortunately that person is a naysayer, mm-hmm. but they only know the aspect of your dream that you have told them, which is maybe two or three percent of your dream. Yeah, yeah, and they are judging your dream on two or three percent. They don't know the balance 97 percent. Mm. So don't stop because of anything else. Don't stop because of anything. Go for your dream. There's a reason why that dream came to you. I love it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, from FMCG to tech, you. Yes, I am yes. assuming you also taught yourself through the yes, internet yes, as well. Yes, 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 yes. Very yes. powerful. Yeah. What's your parting shot? My parting shot is, well, mine is an endorsement. <laughs> so allow me drum rolls. I have a very. <laughs> my parting shot is, you know, I really love. Um, I'm very passionate. I have a rider who I use on a day-to-day basis. Oh, and mm. I'm very... I love him. I keep saying he's my best friend. All my mm. family mm. and friends know him. So I'm very passionate about the riders and what mm. you're doing for them. Mm. They're a big part of our society as mm. Kenyans. Mm. Like they are... They are they help us mm. every day mm. in mm. what we need to mm. do. And when we thought about it as Safaricom, we decided to introduce a very good proposition mm. where as long as a rider or anyone in the transport sector is buying a data bundle, we have a great proposition called Data Plus, where Mm. we offer them a data bundle plus daily accident cover from Britam and free access to Google Maps. Where does this sign? I know. (laughs) Like, as long as you buy that bundle, and Uh. the lowest bundle is 55, 55, Bob, we give you 300 MBs for the day, and then we give you free access to daily accident cover by Britam, which is fantastic because, you know, these guys, maybe most of them are not able to afford a yearly health plan or mm. medical plan mm. daily as long as you buy a data bundle you're covered if you get into an accident wow. yeah. yeah and for those who wow. haven't joined digimaps <laughs> yet they are able to actually get free access to google maps every day oh, wow. yeah so yeah. it's a very powerful proposition and i just mm. i'm very passionate about the rider mm. society yeah. so yeah so how wow. does how does someone get that yes. if you want to get the bundle all you have to do is dial star 544 hash or go on my safaricom app you will mm. see it under daily bundles just select data plus just look for data plus on 544 or on my safaricom app and you'll be able to purchase the bundle simple as that wow. thereafter if you want to claim um, the process. Um, you just need to, there's a short code, there's a WhatsApp link, and there's also a phone number where you can be contacted by Britam as soon as you make your claim. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. My parting shot. Mm-hmm. So I've been schooled on <laughs> combustion. What did you talk about? <laughs> 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 
That's the the mortar, the mortar, mortar <laughs> and their mini parts. Uh, I'm like, why? So I uh, thank you for schooling me on that. Uh, but I think for me, what is really inspiring, and thank you for sharing, is even, mm-hmm. you know, right now we're talking about climate change. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, for me, it clicked this year when, talk, when the drought was happening, mm-hmm. right? And the Im- the important the reason why we are hungry and food is not growing is because of just the actions that we've done over time, yeah. So food security is actually linked to the environment in a very direct mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So for me, the inspiration first is that that actually you're actually doing something. And one of the mm-hmm. biggest booms I can say in the last ten years maybe mm-hmm. is boda riders, right, yes. and motorcycles. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine the number because first they are highly empowering. Mm-hmm. It's a hi- it's it's helped us our lives. You can mm-hmm. see how many jobs. I think they were saying there about what's the university about? You're talking about the universe of, of motorcycles of riders uh, in the field lies between. Five to ten thousand. Five to ten thousand in Nairobi, in Nairobi. but mm-hmm. in the, in the country, I think it's up to two hundred thousand or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So those are actually two hundred thousand livelihoods. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you can get those guys contributing positively to the environment. Yeah, yeah. And I think yes. for me, that is what um, you know you've left me with, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is extremely powerful. To yeah. say how can we get more people using electric bikes, mm-hmm. having unique propositions where actually it's good for your health, mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. actually good for the environment mm-hmm. and good for the customer. Yes. Because yeah. at the end of the year, customer actually gets a better uh, rate mm. because they, you yes. don't have to spend on yes. fuel. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, sustainability. sustainability. I mean, it's such a sustainable idea. I mean, yep. congratulations. We wish you well. Yeah. Thank you, ah, uh, thank you so thank much you for, for coming. coming and sharing mm, thank your you time. For having me. Yeah. Thanks. No, it was a really good yes. conversation. Yes. Awesome. Great. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode yeah. of iMarket Podcast. This is the iMarket Podcast, brought to you by the Marketing Society of Kenya, Safaricom, and Capital FM.